Hello, and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. This is Shika Chaturvedi, and I'm the head of JP Morgan's Global Natural Gas Strategy. And today I want to talk to you about the price slide in the U.S. natural gas market of the Cal 25 Strip, especially after we just initiated a supportive price call for the calendar strip a couple of weeks ago. So to go over kind of what happened this week, because we saw Cal 25 essentially decline from a, a place of $4 per MMBTU down towards $3.50 per MMBTU today. And it was a very swift decline. And so kind of frame up why this occurred. I think it's important to remember that 2024 is very influential in price 20 and 2025 price formation. And so essentially what's happened over the past few weeks is that we've seen milder weather forecasts that have come in for December. Um, as of right now, our meteorologist has 745 HDDs, uh, heating degree days for December versus the 10 year normal of 804 and the 30-year normal of 837 HDDs. So it's actually a, a little over a one standard deviation weather event, uh, warmer that's happening right now in December. And this weakness in demand uh, from weather-related demand without the actual uh, response in production that we were expecting to see from the Haynesville and declines in production have essentially resulted in a market that looks very heavily oversupplied. Additionally, this week, we saw that there was some changes to um, Golden Pass's LNG timeline. Um, essentially, uh, what we would say is it was reported that Exxon essentially said that they would see the LNG terminal up and running and sending LNG cargos out in the first half of 25. So as a reminder, when we modeled in Golden Pass, we had it actually starting to increase its capacity of feed gas intake in 2Q. It was very, very small. It's nothing that you would have really seen in the balance, but it was really 3Q where you started to see the crux of Golden Pass start to ramp up really in, in a in our balances for 2024. Because the corporate reports now are suggesting um, that ultimately mechanical completion will occur by the end of 2024 with first LNG cargos in the first half of 2025, we've decided that we, we will go ahead and move our our timeline for LNG feed gas flowing to Golden Pass's facility by uh, about a quarter and pushing essentially the initial ramp up starting in 4Q24. Additionally, we also saw that Calcasieu's uh, passes and Plaquemines uh, LNG facilities owners and operators, Venture Global, had made some comments about the commissioning period for Plaquemines. Um, we had expected that this facility would be on by the second half of 24, uh, the first phase of it, with the ramp up of LNG feed gas, even seeing it as early as 1Q24. But essentially, from the report, what we can see is that the CEO has said that the commissioning process could take 24 months for Plaquemines. Now, we want to be careful here about how we interpret the data here versus what Golden Pass was saying. I think in this situation, Plaquemines is following very much a similar sort of timeline in the way Calcasieu Pass was ramping up. So essentially, Calcasieu Pass does have some issues in its startup right now that's delayed to a 36-month process, but ultimately, Venture Global is taking their time and really allowing their customers to start to see and utilize the LNG from its facilities. And it was reported that those customers would be able to access that LNG in 2026 at the earliest. 
So because of that, we do think that Venture Global will continue to kind of uh, continue to send LNG cargoes out into the spot market in 24 and 25, very similar to what they did in Kalkashu. And so ultimately, this has not changed our timeline for Plaquemines. But when we look at the impact from Golden Pass, we look at the warmer weather that's been coming in, um, there was a slight tightness in November that we had to add into the balance, but ultimately our end October stores trajectory is now going toward, is pointing above a 4.1 TCF. Um, it's still a very bearish number and it does lend to a lot of price weakness that's expected for 2024. Our current price forecast for 2024 above 330 per MMBTU does feel extremely optimistic, particularly with what we could expect from the first half of 24 pricing. We're actually going to wait and see how weather develops for 1Q24 before making that call. But I think it's very important to tell all of our clients that the risks are very much skewed to the downside for Cal 24 price. But where we would like to kind of stop that sort of weakness is around Cal 25, because we still think that there's very much a bullish case that's been out there for Cal 25 from a fundamental perspective. And these announcements that have occurred from an LNG timeline perspective, and even the growth and the stickiness that we're seeing in production doesn't deter that bullish sort of argument. So the, the, the drop in Cal 25, I think, this week was really around the positioning in the market. We saw investors all year long extending their length in, in that 2025 portion of the forward curve. And ultimately, it seemed like even as we saw, I think, in early November, a pop in Cal 25 price as some investors tried to increase their length in this really overcrowded trade um, amid kind of confusion around Golden Pass and the timing um, of the, the facilities commissioning. Ultimately, when you have Cal 24 that is falling off a cliff, it's going to drag Cal 25 with it. And we're just not sure if any investors, core commodity investors, wanted to hold on to that positioning with a loss going into the end of the year. Um, rather, I think that the opportunity now is for a perfect opportunity to buy Cal 25 at this point um, at 350 per MMBTU. We view that 350 sort of level in price as a price that is necessary to kind of encourage Haynesville producers to increase uh, growth and, and create new production in the Haynesville play. And without it, we think you know growth could stay stunted. Even with the aspect of having growth uh, in production, so we're essentially flattish production in the Haynesville 24 over 23 on average, but as we have a sequential growth in 25 of something like around 1.7 BCF a day. And that ultimately is predicated on the idea of having 350 or higher for Cal 25 price. With that sort of 1.7 BCF a day sequential growth in 2025, when we even just match that up against one facility in the region, and let's just take Plaquemines for example, Phase one is 1.8 BCF a day. Phase two is 1.4 BCF a day. So it's a 3.2 BCF a day capacity uh, facility. And when you look at that sort of demand against what we think is only going to be something like 1.7 at most um, in, in production growth, there's a clear mismatch that's happening in the Southeast regional balances. And because of that clear mismatch, 
we would like to point out that that is actually where Henry Hub resides and that is what NYMEX is tied to. So if that physical cash market is feeling stress, we do believe that it could probably send some of that stress into the NYMEX financial markets and we could potentially see higher prices going forward into 2025. So we're going to hold our price forecast for 2025. It's sitting at a lofty 475 per MMBTU versus the current forward curve that we just discussed. It's sitting at around 350 per MMBTU. But we really think that this is a story that will materialize over the 2024 time period. Timing is everything for this trade. So we need to watch weather. And if 2024 weather uh, continues to show weakness, particularly in that 1Q24 period, we could see another leg downward in price for both 24 and 25. But ultimately, we do continue to see that there is a strong fundamental picture that is out there at this point in time uh, for Cal 25. So Ultimately, like we said, we would just like to, you know, point out that while this has been a very swift move in a deferred portion of the forward curve, uh, we would suggest that we think that it's more from a positioning perspective and that we could see some of those investors come back in as they realize that some of these, if, if at least one of these facilities come online and Haynesville production stays relatively stunted, um, that growth stays stunted, that in fact, we do have a more robust sort of bullish story for 2025. Well, that wraps up this week's commodities edition of JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. Thank you all for listening and we look forward to continuing the conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. Copyright 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on December 8th, 2023.